Welcome to It's Pronounced Podcast with Alicia and Sandy. We are your weekly-ish dose of what's happening in the world, in our lives, and frankly, whatever else pops up in our heads. We are best friends in real life, and now you are our friends too. So here's how this works. Every week, we come together and review what's happening in the week. We deep dive into a specific topic, and then we close out by talking about things that each of us are unpacking. Every third episode, we introduce a third to the podcast through an interview. And along the way, our goal is just to have as much fun and great conversations as possible. We're so excited that you're here, that you're listening, and we can't wait to see what comes out in this episode. Let's get going. What's good, fam? We are on our second iteration of Happy Hour. What Sangay and I do is that we take a drink of our choice and we react to some of the voice notes that y'all sent us. You got your drink, Sangay? I do. I got it right here. What we got? We're drinking. I don't even know what kind of bourbon, but it's bourbon and it has ginger beer and cucumbers and a little squeeze of lime in it. Um, And it's really good. Oh, we went homemade. Oh, yeah. I can make exactly two drinks. At my home bar, um, come through. I can give you a gin and ginger beer, and I can, oh, three if you count whiskey and bourbon separately. So I can give you a gin and ginger beer, a whiskey ginger beer, a bourbon ginger beer, (laughs) and I guess four if you want me to throw in some tonic. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. Gin and tonic. Yeah. I see you. Mm -hmm. Um, I can make absolutely zero things Mm. at my bar um, just because I just am not a bartender. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what came into my mind just there. Exactly. But like, Uh, honestly, bartending, mixing drinks, unless you're trying to impress other people, you really only have to know how to make the drinks that you want to drink. So true. And that's what I do. Like when you came over and I was like, oh, you want something to drink? You're like, "Uh, yeah, what what do you have? And I was like, well, I can make you what I know that I like to drink. And as I mean, you know, and as like, the listeners know that like I have recently started drinking, so I don't really have much of a palate anyway. It's kind of like you're open to whatever is offered because it's all new to you. I really am open. I will try anything once. I will. And then if the once really doesn't get me, it's never coming back. <laughs> and, and as you know, I'm hella stubborn. So I'll be like, no, I tried it once. They're like, try it again. I'm like, I just said no. So I'm, just I'm not gonna never going to do it. Gonna do it. Do exactly. It. Exactly. What you drinking? I'm drinking. Um, it's called okay. It's like a tequila margarita situation, <laughs> but it's in a can. Obviously, oh. you can see, but um, it's by Cutwater, and so it's gluten free, twelve point five percent alcohol by volume. We so about to be drunk, drunk. Oh, we about to be something. Yeah. <laughs> It's um cut water tequila with natural orange lime and triple sec flavoring. <laughs> so okay. We'll see what this looks like. And it features on the back of the can. It says it has two plus shots of tequila in it. That's so, what I'm saying. You about to be drunk, drunk. Wait, have you tasted it yet? Or Oh, I love this. So when I first had this, um, it was my birthday party. We did a socially distant um, like movie screening of Jurassic Park, which mm-hmm. you know is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And so my friend brought this and was like, you would like this a lot, Alicia. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then I was two drinks down and I was like, <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> we should cheers. We should cheers. Let's do it. Ready? Ding. 
Um, we've been watching the show called Forged in Fire, which is where- I love that show. Oh, great. So you know about it. Yes. So Isaac also loves that show. So we've been watching it. And I noticed that a lot of the guys on the show have the black and white American flag in their workshops. And I also noticed that one guy had the thin blue line American flag in his workshop. And this guy was the one of the guys that really struck me. And it, initially I wanted him to win because I was like, yes, a person of color on the show. We like don't get many of those. Let's go. I was really excited for him. Then we went to his home forge okay and i saw the black and white american flag and i saw the thin blue line american flag and the thin blue line i was like i know what this is but the black and white is one that i i've never quite understood fully like what does it symbolize like what does it stand for because in my mind i've always just associated that flag with racism yeah because and did of the you people. look it up or i looked it up and the only results that i found in my quick search were for the thin blue line like nothing was like, oh, this flag means da, da, da. everything was like if it's black and white flag, then blue line. And I was like, no, 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 no. Just the one that is all black and all white. So that's something that to me that I know theoretically isn't racist, but feels very racist to me. Do you know what that means though? What that flag stands for? Why people have it? No, I've actually never seen just like a black and white one. To be honest, you I've only seen I've only seen a black and white one with the blue line on it. I've never seen it without it. Oh, I've I've seen many now as a result of that show. Interesting. So. On the show specifically or outside of the show? On the show. Huh. And then black like and on, you know, some people's Twitter profiles and the people whose Twitter profiles I see them on are conservative folks. I'm not even going to say conservative leaning, but yeah, conservative folks. Why is it black and white? That's wild. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking this I up right now. I learned what the thin blue line one was supposed to have meant originally. At least, I think what they publicly were saying it meant. But then, hmm, we know that that has been, that meaning has been taken and adjusted. What black and gray flag mean? The black stripe represents asexuality? I don't no, think that's it. Not these people. The black background was designed as a constant reminder of our fawn officers interesting okay i don't know anyway moving along that was my little uh tangent my little sidebar I and we can't we can't give him more energy Sanke. but you know what i will continue giving energy to body always body is the standout uh, the breakout star of this album. It really is though. It that okay, so I like body. One because of the the twerking capability to it is the visuals that the she visuals. Gave. Just yes. I just feel like I don't know. And for those who are like, what do you mean body? Who are you talking about? We're talking about Megan Thee Stallion's new album. It just dropped. Um it's called Good News. And I think in this time we all could use some good news, but what I will say bad news for Megan is that like the entire album is not that great. I am. Thank you. I was going to say for the title to be called good news, it was definitely like meh news for me. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, it was news. Like somebody came and like said, like somebody sent me a text message, but it wasn't like bulletin worthy, you know? Yes. Yes. I'll give that. Yeah. But body, if you listen to nothing else on this album, go listen to body yaddy 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 I don't know what that sound was. Um 
But you know what is worth it to us? What's that? The voice notes that people sent in. Okay. Let's get into it. The segue. I know. <laughs> it wasn't the best segue, but it's a segue nonetheless. Yeah. So we're going to get into it. We're going to listen to some stuff, say some stuff, drink some stuff, and, you know, call it a, an hour or less than. I don't know. We'll see how we feel. Let's go. Um, and this is in reaction to our pet peeves episode. Um, and I said in that episode that I don't like when people say you're welcome because I just don't think it makes sense. Uh, and so this was in response to that. One of Elise's pet peeves reminded me of one of my own. And that is when people say it's grammatically incorrect to respond to the question, how are you? By saying you're doing good instead of saying you're doing well. When you say you're doing well, that just means that you're in good health. It's situation particularly bothers me in a scenario where they're the first to ask oh hey how are you and then you respond with good and then when you ask them back they say oh i'm doing well thank you um they say it kind of smugly and then give you that look saying you know they think that's smarter than you or disapprove with the way you responded keep up the good work you too thanks well first of all that was really sweet uh thank you for for saying that we're doing a good job that made me feel good and second of all, I felt personally attacked because I always say I'm doing well. I don't, I don't think that I, I don't think I say I'm doing good. Because I see, I see where, you know, they're coming from, right? Because when I was a teacher, um, I would have those students that would say like, okay, hey, is Sange here? And they'd be like, present. And that's mm-hmm. the person that says, I'm doing well. Thank you. So it's not so much of like the what, it's the how that you're saying it. That's what I'm hearing. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Very much so. Because I heard them say like, oh, I don't like when they say it in a condescending tone. Like, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. And then like giving you a look. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas like, so I guess I shouldn't feel personally attacked because like, I don't. I, you didn't I, talk I, like that. I just say like, I'm well, thanks. And then keep it trucking. Yeah. And like, um, why are we trying to police one another's grammar? That and that's said, what I'm saying. I was a grammar police for most of middle through high school. Like, that was me. I was that person. Who's not police, but feels like police. Sange? <laughs> <laughs> Even though I am an expert at it. Yeah. I, As I've gotten older, I've just realized, like, how much gatekeeping that is, essentially. Like, when you're just telling... And like the message that that can send to someone when you're constantly correcting their English. And that's something that I have noticed myself doing with my mom, mind you, like we're, my family immigrated from an English speaking country. Mm -hmm. That being said, like broken English is a thing, right? So like, um, there are just some words that she says or phrases that she uses out of context, uh, And I'll hear it and it would like, it would really grind my gears. And I think that that's rooted in some other stuff. Like, I don't think that that's rooted in me trying to police it. I honestly think that that's a lot of like trying to assimilate to American culture and trying not to like stick out because I already stuck out as the black girl in most of my classes growing up. And like, we were the black family in our elementary school. So like, for me, I think, I suspect, uh, maybe my therapist and I will take this up together, <laughs> that it stemmed from trying to like allow my family to assimilate better into this culture and be uh, more widely accepted. Um, and also like seeing this play out where when you speak a certain way, people tend to accept you faster and they promote you to other positions and you tend to be more successful when you speak a certain way in certain cultures. And that's just where we were at the time. 
And that's so interesting you bring that up because, I mean, okay, so two reflections of that, right? One is that, you know, I also know Spanish, right? And so I, you've seen this, I mess up all the time and I say words and I'm like, what did I mean to say? Um, like the meal million situation that we mm -hmm. had the other day. Um, and then also I'll see it from like my family where they'll say things like the other day, they were like, oh, we're going to run to that light street. They meant mm. streetlight, you know, but it's just like, you know, how adjectives and nouns work in Spanish. Are described in Spanish, yeah. Yeah, so I always am like, oh my gosh, am I saying this correctly? And then I'm not shy to be like, um, I don't know what the fuck word I'm trying to think of right now. Like, can you help me? And I'll like ask around, like, can you figure it out, right? Yeah. I think like rooting it in like the voice note that was sent, like, I think... I agree. Like if you, if you feel good, say that you feel good. If you feel well, say feel well, but don't try to like look at other people and be like, I feel well. No. I think well just like rolls off my tongue. And that's why I say that. Cause I was I mean, thinking that. Was, like, I've never, I've literally never considered like, oh, I'm going to say I feel well because physically I feel well, but like, I don't feel good. I don't know the difference between the two, but that I learned something new today. Like I, I literally just always said, I feel I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, but I okay so I'm gonna say that I've said that I've and that I am well or I'm feeling well because people have corrected me and said you're not good you're well straight up oh. that's happened to me multiple times so now thinking about it I'm like oh shit like the reason I do say well is because somebody said something mm. oh, that's curious thanks for, for gassing us up and having us talk about words we love words on this podcast we do like words so this next one is in reference to the Never Have I Ever episode where um, you ask if we have ever received an unsolicited dick pic. Did and somebody so, send you an... I'm just kidding. I wish. Wait, I'm kidding. No, please, please do not. <laughs> Man, I am a piece of walking garbage. Um, but yeah. So this is in response to the unsolicited dick pic prompt. You know, I never really got a lot of dick pics. And I think in general, I was pretty behind on the whole like sexting situation. Um, and I blame it entirely on the fact that I had a phone that was not a smartphone. I literally texted in like T9 until like the 11th grade. So, um, yeah, I was not set up for success. That's for sure. Uh, imagine getting a dick pic and having to respond in T9. I would literally die. But luckily, uh, my parents didn't pay for the plan where I could get any media messages. So I never got any pictures at all. Um, but yeah, sexting in T9, really not it. First of all, you took me out at sexting in T9. And I like had to sit for a minute and think about it. Because the first thing that came to mind was... Those TI, you know, those calculators that the graphing calculators. And I was like, yo, you were texting on a graphing calculator. That was a, why was that the first thing that came to mind? Because I had to remember that T9 was a full texting language. Exactly. You had to get real creative with like how you figured out the keystrokes in order to like send the message. In an efficient manner. Yes. I became very well. I was my, uh, my WPM for T9 was pretty high. And here's why, because you have to get, <laughs> you have to get sneaky. Think about it. Think about it though, for real. At the time that I was using T9, like my mom was still on the she plan. Take, she was involved. You know, she she was could involved. take it if she mm. didn't want me to have it. And I had to be slick about what I was sending, what I was reading, what I was deleting um, from the phone 
so as not to get in trouble. So, yo, but like listening to what they said about it, like I actually did receive my first dick pic when I had T9 enabled. Oh, so, so you had a plan where you could receive picture and video messages. Now I'm thinking, I'm like, dang, I really was like the upper echelon. Like a one. baller. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want <laughs> Because those <laughs> cost extra. But like when we first got cell phones, everything cost extra. So you text true. someone who didn't have the same uh, phone carrier as you, you had to pay more. You're texting someone outside of your family plan, you have to pay more. You want to talk to someone on the phone before 9 p.m.? And you have to pay a, more. <laughs> you have to pay more. Yo, okay. Did you want to send a picture or video? Yeah, so that reminds me. So um, when I first got a cell phone, like I had minutes, right? Like a certain amount mm -hmm. of minutes. And so... Um, in order to check how many minutes you had, you had to call a number and like an automated voice would tell you and tell me why calling that number would take a minute away from you. I was like, what? It was all a scam. It and like, really I'm really was. grateful that now, and it's also wild to me. Okay. So why now everything is unlimited, right? Everything. I mean, data, pictures. I mean, you could get unlimited international calls if you want to, which I unlimited dick pics because I have unlimited data, which means I can use WhatsApp whenever I want to talk to my international people. But the fact that we're doing it now tells me that we never had to pay as much as we were paying for phone plans back in the day. And it makes me upset because I used to get in so much trouble when I first got my cell phone because my sister was paying for my plan. Actually, not when I first, like for the entire duration of the time that I was on her plan, <laughs> I would get in trouble. Um, until we had an unlimited plan because I was always going over my monthly allotment for minutes. Okay. And she was like, saying, hey, like use less minutes, text less. And I was like, no, I'm in high school, R like up the bar. It's like, <laughs> it's social capital. Yeah. Like, oh, so yeah. you're telling me I can't communicate with my friends. I can't do that. Absolutely not. Yeah. And then she'd be like, well, can you just wait till after nine? I'm like, no, it's a school night. Like I know. With our mom, like I, that's, I'm not going to be allowed to do that. And I'm going to get in trouble and get my phone taken away. So yeah, I mean, I'm also just now the fact that my response was, well, if it's costing you more money, whenever I go over our minutes, wouldn't it just make sense to add more minutes to the plan? Like what sass? Like why was, why was that my response to the person who was paying for my phone bill instead of just being like, Wow, thank you so much for paying for me to have a cell phone. Oh, please. I'm like I respect it. <laughs> I okay, I agree, right? Like your response should have been different. However, like I don't I don't know personally anybody that had that level of like awareness, appreciation, gratitude for things like that, especially in things like that are like high school. Exactly. Things that are rooted in like vanity or things that are rooted in like popularity friendships. Like you best believe I was the same person I was. So I had T-Mobile, right? And in T-Mobile, there was a, um, like a, a time where you had like your five, your fave five or whatever. And so you could put five people that do not have T-Mobile so that they would be free to text and call. And so best believe I was like switching people in and out because I was like trying to make sure I was able to talk to them. But my mom would get so mad. She was like, when you do that, it costs extra money. And I'm like, do you want extra money in the long run or the short run? We're like, <laughs> so my economic ass is sitting there like, what do you want? Cost and benefit analysis, mom. And yeah. Wow. You so I get really it. Like math minded from the jump. Like, oh, you 100%. Like, hey, like, let's run the numbers on this. Okay. Is Yo, it as, soon, as soon as I came out of labor, I was weighing my own damn self. I was like, let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you the pounds and the ounces from here. I'm sorry. I can't do it. All right. Ready for our final one? 
Ooh, the last one. Here we go. So I guess the the dick pic conversation was a hit because this is in relation to that. So okay. Yeah, I was hanging out with um one of my friends, and they had a friend that broke up with their boyfriend because that boyfriend was like addicted to sending dick pics to random people on the internet, and so it was like very unsolicited. So he was just like going like you know forums or like instagram or anything and they basically broke up because of that he's like i have i'm addicted to sending like the people yeah so it's just like crazy i know that voice and number two um we all know that voice we know and love that voice so much but i did the friend get help i need to know is this something did they want help you need because to it's, the whole character development i need to know like the, what's the arc you know yes. like what's the character arc here because like that's that that is in my opinion a valid reason to break up with someone right like I, that's that's not cool um to send unsolicited pictures to people no. especially random people on the Without internet their consent, dog? Yeah. absolutely not no yeah. and that's like i remember um do you remember like omegle and like all of yes. those channels those so, are still happening do you know that isn't that wild i yeah i thought they were gone <laughs> yeah but apparently like the tiktok Kids are doing it now. Are bringing it back, yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, there's this new thing called... It's like, no, babes. That's I was your age when this was new, okay? Like, right? Let's get that right. But, um, yeah, I remember going on Omegle just, like, for fun because it was a fun thing to do. You know, you talk to strangers for, like, two minutes and then you run away. But there was a period of time where my girlfriends and I would go on and it was just guys, like, Showing you know, their shafts. Just like jerk, no, not even just showing. Oh. They were jerking off oh. on Omegle, and like we're like middle schoolers, and so like what do we, what do we do? We're like, oh, like I don't want to see that. Um, and that was honestly what like turned us off. Well, turned me off at least from being like, <laughs> oh, let's go on Omegle because I like I didn't want to just go on and like that was the experience and see penis if you're not in that stage, like to see it. Yeah, yeah I get it. like. It's 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 visual assault, if you will, when you're Holy like, this shit. is not what I've come here for, and like you log on and it you like don't have a choice because you're randomly matched, you know, and like people don't necessarily or didn't at that time get filtered out. So like the only way was for you to click next person, next person, next person. What's wild about the voice note is that like this person went on Instagram and just went on random people's DMs and sent them dick pics. And that's why I want to know, like, did they get help for that? I mean, I hope they did. Or they're in a relationship where, like, they can send that stuff to that. No, because then no, they they're not. Because yeah. they broke up. Because then the the fix would have been, yo, just send me that shit, right? But yeah, like, like when you feel like you need to send that, we're in a relationship. <laughs> like you yes. can send. But yeah, like they broke up because they were sending it to other people unsolicited. I just want to, I just want to really hone in on that. I want to root us in that, if you will, in the mm -hmm. word unsolicited. That means without consent. That means harassment. That means assault. That is not okay for anybody. I do not care who you are. Unsolicited dick pics. Don't do them. Okay. Just don't like, then I guess you can ask them like, can I send you a dick pic? Which. Yo, so I was, um, I was looking at this, um, this Instagram account. Wow. I was looking at this Instagram account. That's the sentence that I wanted to say. Um, this account called Afrosexology. Um, mm -hmm. And 
there was one post that they said they were like looking to sext and i was like i don't know interested let's look at it and they said the same thing like if you want to send people things like it's similar to how you would ask on like to go on a date or to kiss or to have sex like you literally just say hey would you mind if i send you some pictures or hey i'm in this spot like are you willing to receive them how hot is that consent is so hot bruh consent is so hot and it like changes the mind of the person who you're communicating with like yes it, like a lot like i'm thinking of how disruptive receiving an unsolicited dick pic would be to my day imagine mm -hmm. you're just minding your business and you're like in a group at work and then you like take an instagram break and that's what you see in your dms and you're like and then you like can't unsee it um for the rest of your day and it's just there it's burned in your mind oh my gosh but yeah, but like it's burned in your mind, right? Whereas like when you ask the person like, hey, can I send you this? Or, oh, I want to like, we could try this. How do you feel about that? Now their mind is also in that same place. And think of how much more fun it's going to be. That's for both it. Okay. So, and then how fun it is, how you're saying, I'm going to co-sign on that hundred percent. And then like how you are taking shame out of that because i feel like a lot i mean not a lot i just know you and i have grown up in this experience of like sex being shameful or like naked bodies being shameful and i was always this person that i was like naked bodies are cool not in like a sexual sense i'm just like oh this is super dope and then receiving pictures of it like cool like that's awesome if somebody on the other end is like willing to be there and accepting of it right and so i'm just like let's take the shame out of it you literally look at yourself in the mirror naked all the time like if you want to take a pic and send it to somebody do the thing but ask them first that's all we that's all we're saying that's, that's all, all we're saying, saying. all we're saying <laughs> oh my gosh Have you, do you remember on all that when keenan and kel are singing all we are saying no peace i'm finding it right now on youtube because that uh, also is burned in my memory from like childhood and i mean like deep childhood because all that went off the air in the 90s so yo so the pieces i remember about all that was keenan thompson like in the bathtub and he was like yes. doing like the translation the other one was like Lori beth dimberg and she was like yeah. doing translations of like office shit or whatever um do you find it i found it yeah i mean yeah. um and it's actually I believe it's Kenan Thompson and he's playing a cafeteria lady who wants people to eat peas, okay? Okay, so that's our little trip back to the 90s. Oh my god, not Josh coming out of the kitchen. <laughs> it was season three of All That 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 aired. Um, and that was from All That Official on YouTube. So if you're wondering, you can, in fact, you can, you can find all that on uh, YouTube. So all we're saying is give consent a chance. That's, it. that's all I'm saying. Not that's to it. give it a chance. It's actually a requirement. Give Dick a chance, perhaps. I don't know what you're thinking. Maybe that's what is being said. <laughs> that's our call to action for this week, everyone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're like, oh, that's a wrap. That's a wrap on this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all the um, the voice notes that we had. But Sanky, if they want to have a reaction or they want to hear a reaction from us, what, what, what can they do? 
So yeah, the easiest way would be send us a voice note. You can do that via text with literal voice notes, but also like there's a link in the description for this episode. So like, as you're listening, click on the title, do it right now. Okay. You've done We're it. We're waiting. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Now, <laughs> as you've clicked on it, you'll see in the bottom of the description of this episode, it'll say, leave us a voice note on Anchor and you tap that link and then you could do it. It's so simple. So yeah, do those things so that we can respond to you in a future happy hour. And of course, if you want to sponsor a happy hour, y'all know how to make that happen. We actually, should we say it? Of okay, I'm, gonna say it. I'm actually really excited to announce that we are going to, we have a sponsor lined up um, for our very first live episode. And I'm just really pumped about it. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be a live happy hour. We're going to probably play games and probably talk to each other about some stuff. So if you want to be featured in that episode as well, like you'll literally see a live unedited response to what you send us if you send us things. So go ahead and do that and send us suggestions. Do you want us to play games? Do you want us to like talk about stuff like or talk about specific stuff? Uh, send it to us so we can do it. But we will be live at some point in the near future. So listen and watch our stuff so that you know when that's going to happen. If you want to make sure that you are staying up to date with all the information about when our live podcast is, when podcasts get released, all those good things, make sure to follow us on our socials. Um, I am at Alicia Olivas on Instagram and Sangay is at Sangay Nicole. And all the other things are going to be in the podcast description, which you've already seen because Sangay told you to look at it. So there it is. I'm saying I give you direct instructions. But one thing, Alicia, that I'm realizing that we should say, we are not going to be putting out an episode next week. We are. So not. Sorry. Here's the thing. Because we're not putting out a new episode next week. You should take this time to catch up on our old episodes. So then you can like really, you know, keep up with the jokes that we might be making. Um, inside jokes, any references we may be making. So, you know, okay. So you're ready for the live show. Okay. So, and of course, follow the socials so you know what's coming and when. And we love you so much. And this has been yet another imperfect production of It's Pronounced Podcast with your favorite gals, Alicia. And Sangay, we love y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.